Welcome to the Fong Vo Show. Now let's go. As many of you have experienced yesterday, maybe you're on the,、uh, maybe you're watching the news、um, that Facebook, Instagram, and WhatsApp was down yesterday. Everybody hear that? Yeah, it was down for over six hours. I think in that six hours,、uh, Facebook lost over sixty million dollars in revenue. In that six hours, is insane. And if your business really relied on Facebook, if your business really relied on Instagram. You were screwed. You know, there's no other way to put it. Six hours is a long time, and so the lesson that a lot of small business owners can take from that is: don't put all your eggs in one basket, because if that basket breaks, guess what? All your eggs are falling down and cracking. And so, the more places that you can be, the better, right? So, for example, yes, I use Facebook. Yes, I use Instagram, but I also use LinkedIn, and LinkedIn was up, so that was cool. You know, I'm. I was fine. I didn't have all my eggs in one basket. I still had LinkedIn. I still had another social media platform, which is I'm gonna be sharing a little bit. You know, I still had Clubhouse. So the more platforms you can be in, the better. Email list, texting list, you know, as many places as possible. And so, going to the topic that I'm gonna be sharing this month is that the businesses that will win in 2022, the next year, and the future years from now. The ones that are going to win are the ones that build a very, very strong community. They build a tribe. They build a nation. They build almost like fanatics. You know, people that really, really love your product. They build a group, and when they build a group, they build LTV. So, in business, that stands for lifetime value. You know, people that stay with you, clients, customers that stay with you for a very long time. You build lifelong customers. So think about you know for example think about、um, if you're into sports think about your favorite sport team typically people that are fanatics sports fans never leave that team whether they lose whether they win if they're a fanatic they always stick with that team they're so passionate about that team so if you can build that with your business if you can build people that are like that in your business you are going to win in 2022 you are going to win in the future so an example of a company that is doing that really really well. Um, and I just found out about this company like this past week. So my wife, she is buying jammies, like pajamas for our、uh, one-year-old baby, and、uh, she bumped into this company called Little Sleepies. Little Sleepies. They are a new company. They sell、uh, sleeping pajamas for babies made out of bamboo. And let me tell you, they are building a community. They are building fanatics very, very well. I haven't seen anything like this in a long time. So the first thing they did when they started the company, and mind you, this is just recently. They started this recently. Is they created a community. They built a community. So they did it through Facebook groups, and in their Facebook group, they have over eighty-five thousand customers. And so they engage with their community. They added value in their community. People in the community get it, gets to、uh, engage with each other. And what is the result from that? They built fanatics. So every week. Uh, little sleepies. They release one new item on their website, and it sells out in the first thirty seconds. First thirty seconds, it sells out. And so my wife, she was telling me today, she was trying to buy this new one, new new、uh, jammies, and she couldn't even get it 
because it sold out in 30 seconds. You know, she was in front of her computer waiting and she still couldn't get it. And so the people in the groups, they were smart. What they did uh, was they would buy it and they could resell those jammies for two times its price a minute after. So they buy it for thir- you know, within the first 30 seconds release and then they sell it in the Facebook group for two times its price afterwards because they are fanatics, because Little Sleepies has built such a powerful, powerful community. And uh, at this point, it's gone so crazy that, you know, they, uh, the company actually had to put limits on how many you can purchase. So you can only purchase two. Uh, you can't purchase anything more than two because people have found out that if they just buy a bunch at one time, they could resell it for more. The company didn't want that. So they wanted to keep it fair. Um, but that's the power of, you know, building a community. So today, what I'm going to do is I'm going to be sharing a hot new social media platform that I have been using for two and a half months. And the reason why I didn't share with you uh, the platform last month is because I want to really do my due diligence and really use the platform more and know the ins and outs. So that way I can answer any questions. Now, there are three reasons why I love this platform. Okay, I've been using it for two and a half months. It's a very hot new social media platform. And the first reason is that they're growing very fast. So if it's not growing very fast, then chances are it's not going to do well. You know, it's probably going to fail. But the fact that it's growing very fast, it shows me that there's a need for it. You know, people like it. And so chances are it's going to succeed. And so, um, you know, there are already 350 million registered accounts. So that's almost the size of the United States. Okay, every person in the United States, 350 million registered accounts. There are over 150 million active users every single day. And so, um, so that's the half the United States using it every single day. Now, um, the amazing part about being early, keep in mind that this is an early platform. It's still new. So when you join in early, what happens is you have the first mover's advantage, right? You get a strike first before all your competitors jump in and take advantage of it. So that's, that's what I like about it. It's not only growing very fast, but it's new. So that way I can take advantage of the benefits of being first and being early. Even if it doesn't grow to become like the next Facebook, you still learn a lot from it, right? Because the more you can learn from these platforms, the more you are well prepared for when the next platform comes, right? Because you've already learned a lot from the platforms like this. So that's the first reason why I like it. It's fast. It's growing very fast and it's new. The second reason why I like it is because it's, you know, going back to what I shared earlier, you can easily build a very supportive community. You can build a really um, strong customer base through this platform. Um, And finally, uh, the reason why I like it is it's not a content app, right? It's not like you, there's no newsfeed. It's more of a communication platform. It is called Discord, D-I-S-C-O-R-D. Discord. That is the hot new social media platform that I believe um, that a lot of business owners can win by being on here. Now, the great part about Discord is you can download it on your phone and you can also just have it as a browser. So if you'd like, feel free to you know, pull it up or download it on your phone and then that way you can follow along. Now, here is how it works. 
So there is a live sort of feed, right? A live sort of message feed. It's almost like a message board. And people are just, you know, engaging with each other. There are hundreds. I mean, this group that I'm in, there are some, uh, there's something called servers. And servers is, think of it as a group, right? Like a different group on Facebook. There are many different groups on Facebook. In Discord, they're called servers. So there's different servers. The server that I'm in right now is called vFriends. It has over, I think, 140,000 people in this server. And so people are just engaging with each other. They talk about random stuff. Now, on the left-hand side right here, these are called channels. And channels are different topics that people can talk about. So, for example, this is the general channel, so general stuff. Uh, there's also intros. So people get to introduce themselves. Hey, my name is Fong. I'm from Sacramento, California. You know, I run a social media marketing agency. That's where I can, you know, just introduce myself. Plug in your socials. Like if I want to share my LinkedIn or my Facebook, Instagram. So there's different topics that you can create um, in the server. On the right-hand side, these are all the people. So these are all the people in this server. Uh, some, of them are, some of them are online, some of them are offline, but I could easily uh, engage with someone. I can easily message someone by clicking on them and then click the message button. So, uh, you can also reply to people, right? If someone's saying something you want to reply to, you can click the reply button right here and you can reply back to them. Now, what's really cool about this platform is that uh, not only is there a ton of people using it, but um, people get to engage, like you get to have, imagine if you brought all your customers and also all your friends in your Discord channel. People can start engaging with each other. They can start building relationships. I'm going to share my uh, Discord that I just started recently um, that you can join, but um, I have a channel called events. So like if you have an event that you want to share, maybe a webinar, maybe a networking event, you can go in that. Uh, you can go in there and you can share it with people. So that way, the people in the group or the server can support it, right? Um, maybe you create a uh, a channel for networking, where you could have people share with each other what they do, who they are. So that way, they can connect with each other. But the more you can build a community, the more you can build a tribe, the more likely you are going to win in marketing in twenty twenty two and the future. And so really, really think about how you can build that strong community. All right. So uh, speaking of community, I started something called Vo Nation, which is my last name. Okay, Vo and then Nation. So uh, in the Discord I created, there's one called General Channel. So you can, you know, say hello um, to everybody here in the, you know, in the class, right, and build relationships. But there's also another channel I created called Events. And so if you have an event, maybe a webinar or any other event, you can post your event here and then we can all support it. Um, and so, uh, and then if you have any other ideas of what you would like to see in the Vo Nation, I would, I would create the channel if a lot of people also want it as well. And so that is the topic for this month is to create a strong community, but also the social media app that's growing very fast, over uh, 350 million accounts registered is Discord. Um, you can download, on, download it on your phone or have it on des your desktop, but it's a free app to use. So um, first question that is coming in. Okay, Chantal. Chantal is asking, what is the best strategy to invite people to a webinar? 
So um, lucky for you, Chantal, uh, because I know a little bit about that. Okay. <laughs> so um, the first thing I would do is to create a catchy title that addresses a problem that people have. So for me, I the catchy title that I chose um, is how to market your company in 2022. Now, um, think about how it relates to what you do. You know, some people might, you know, like, let's say you're an accountant. Maybe the class of uh, the, the uh, title of your webinar is 10 mistakes that small business owners are making with their taxes, right? Just something, something that addresses a problem. So the first thing is to create a catchy title. Uh, number two is uh, start inviting. Okay, so how can you start distributing and sending out invitations? Um, one of my favorites is LinkedIn. So LinkedIn event. On LinkedIn, you can create a, an event and then invite your connections to the event. And in fact, you can actually invite a thousand over, uh, I believe the cap is a thousand uh, connections a week. So you can invite a thousand people to your event a week. Um, so LinkedIn event is great. And then you can also, you know, send out reminders in the event itself. Um, another tool I like is uh, Facebook groups. So Facebook groups is awesome because there are so many different small business groups that you can join and you can start promoting your webinar in those groups. Um, Eventbrite. So Eventbrite, um, one of the best platforms for events, I would create an Eventbrite and then um, that way people can see your event organically. You know, if someone's interested in looking at um, some local events that they can attend or virtual events that they can attend, they can find it through Eventbrite. Um, and then last but not least, uh, using your contact, your contact list. So like email lists, text lists, direct messaging people on LinkedIn and Facebook and Instagram. So, um, uh, so that's, that's number two. Number one is create a catchy title. Number two is using platforms to invite people. Number three is add value at the event. Okay, add value at the webinar. And so if you've been here before, you know that I do not sell. I don't even do anything remotely close to selling. And the reason why I don't do that is because if I tried to sell you, you wouldn't be coming back, okay? Because <laughs> you don't want to be, you don't want to get sold a second time. And so the purpose of this class is for me to add as much value as possible, is to give free information without any expectation of anything in return. And so make sure in your webinar, you don't um, do anything close to selling. It's more of adding as much value as possible. And then last but not least is to record the webinar. So once you record the webinar, this webinar is going to be like an hour. I'm now going to have this one hour recording where I can chop it up in two to five minutes uh, social media clips that now I can now post it on social media to promote my um, class, my webinar. And so those are my tips for inviting people to a webinar. Okay, next question comes from uh, Kim. Okay, next question comes from Kim. Before I uh, answer Kim's question, I'm going to change my background here. All right. So that way, you know, you switch it up when I'm chopping up the social media uh, clips. You know, it's not always the same background. There's different backgrounds. So... Uh, <laughs> Um, Kim is asking, how many times should you be posting on social media a week? How many times should you be posting on social media a week? Kim, this is one of my favorite questions ever because I tell, when I uh, answer it, people are a little shocked. Okay. Their eyes get a little bigger. 
And I tell people that you should be posting at least, at the very least, one time a day. But you should be really aiming uh, for three to five times a day on organic platforms. Now, by organic platforms, I mean platforms that are still newer and they're still looking to grow. And so they are willing to give you more views whenever you post because they want more people on their platform. And so organic platforms are LinkedIn. So three to five times a day on LinkedIn. I'm currently at two. I'm looking to ramp it up to three, four or five. Um, and TikTok. TikTok is also another organic platform. Those two platforms are looking to get more users. So they're giving you more views to stay on their platform. Now, Facebook and Instagram, those are not new platforms. They've been here for a while. So that's why if you notice you post on Facebook, you're not getting as many views as a LinkedIn or a TikTok. And so I would be aiming for three to five times a day on LinkedIn, TikTok, organic platforms. Now, why three to five times a day? I can see some people's faces right now, three to five times a day. Are you kidding me? Now, the reason why you want to be uh, posting three to five times a day is because you want to be top of mind, right? The next time someone is looking for your service, they're going to be thinking in their head, okay, who do I know that is providing this service? Uh, and you want to be that first person. You want to get the first call. And uh, and so how you can do that is by being in front of them, right? If you're posting three to five times a day and your prospects see it, the next time they need your service, they're going to be, be like, quick, oh, shoot, I know who I can talk to, Nancy White. She posted like two or three times today. I remember her, right? Or maybe they have a friend that needs their service, needs your service. And they're asking you like, okay, who... Who do, I, uh, who do you know that provides that service? Oh, I know someone. They're posting. I see them on social media all the time. And so you want to be top of mind. That's what social media does. And it makes you top of mind for your uh, prospects. Um, now, a second reason why you want to post three to five times a day is guess what? Your competitors are. And so if your competitors are and you're not, they're going to be top of mind before you. And so when you post three to five times a day, you're actually competing with them. And at that point, it's a matter of, you know, who's going to do it better, right? Who's going to be putting out better content? Now, uh, I can also see in some people's faces thinking, Fong, you know, I'd rather focus on less content but more quality. I'm, I'm a quality person. I don't, I don't need quantity. I want quality. Well, guess what? Your competitors are doing high quality and high quantity. Now what? <laughs> so they got you beat in two areas. And so I tell people that focus on both. Why can't you have high quality and high quantity, right? And quality also too, it's very subjective because what you think is quality might not be quality for your audience because that's the only person that matters is your prospects. And so the more content you can put out, the more likely you're going to have something that is high quality that you're prospects think is high quality. So keep that in mind. So to, to answer your question, Kim, um, I kind of, you know, went on a tangent there, but uh, uh, three to five times a day on organic platforms, uh, at the very least one. Samantha is asking how to create a presence in the community and off social media, how to create a presence in the community and off social media. So um, 
So, you know, I, I really like this question because it's a dichotomy of what I just shared. Okay. The past question was how many times should I be posting on social media? This question is how do I get off of social media and build a better presence in the community? So I like that. Um, so a couple ways you can build your presence in the community is uh, by networking. Okay. So there's a ton of networking events in your area. The best way to do it is to go to Google and type in, you know, if I'm in Sacramento, um, networking events in Sacramento. Okay. If you're in Kansas, type in networking events in Kansas, and you will see a fine list of different events that you can attend. Um, another thing you can build a pres uh, do to build a presence locally in your community is to teach live classes, right? Like I could easily do this live, right? I go to a center, I rent out the place, or I book the place and I teach a class, right? You can do it live. But the more places that you can be in, the better. That's how you build a presence is to be everywhere. Okay, and the more places you can be at, the more people are going to remember you. Now, I also want to um, share something, Samantha, is that I would not, going back to you know, what I shared earlier in the beginning, don't put your eggs, all your eggs in one basket. Okay, so if you completely shut off from social media and you only focus on you know, community events and being in person, well, uh, there might be something that happens in person that will really slow you down, right? Let's say shutdowns happen again, right? Let's say COVID cases are up in the rise and everything's shut down. Well, what are you going to do then, right? You got to be online. What if the venue that you booked for your, uh, the networking event closes down, right? Let's say they canceled the event. What are you going to do? What if the place is double booked, right? And they cancel it. What are you going to do? If you're not on social media and you have all your eggs in one basket and being in person, then you put yourself in a really bad place. And so what I would recommend is to be everywhere, in person and online. Okay, so texting, build a text list, build an email list, be on social media, Facebook, LinkedIn, TikTok, Instagram. The more places you can be in, the better. So that way, if one thing you know collapses for whatever reason, like Facebook did yesterday, you still have other baskets that you can rely on. So um, that's what I would recommend to build a presence in the community, ne attend networking events, teach live classes, be everywhere, um, but also build an online presence. All right. So next question comes from Tom. Tom is asking, what are direct mail options? What are direct mail options and how to market with email without spamming? Okay, so let me change my background here one more time. All right. So um, I wouldn't focus on direct mail. Okay, that's, let's, let's start with that. I would not focus on direct mail. And the reason why I would not focus on direct mail is because, you know, I personally believe, I don't know if this is a real stat, but I think that 99% of people don't even fully re uh, read the direct mail. Every time I get advertisements and mail, this is what I do. Pretend like there's a trash can right here. I just throw it in the trash. Okay, I don't even, I don't read it. I mean, who, who reads direct mail? You know, uh, maybe you get something for pizza and you're like, oh, I kind of want pizza. But even then I just order it off DoorDash. Okay, so um, number one, I would say most people, 99% of people are not excited when they get direct mail. Nobody's like, oh yeah, I got direct mail today. I'm so happy. Let me read through all of them. Okay, most people just throw in the trash. So um, that's what I would say is don't focus on direct mail. 
Now there are other options, okay? And who knows, maybe direct mail is really good, but I, how I look at advertising is I look at it, where can I get the most views? Where can I get most people seeing it for the least amount of money? And so guess what? There is something free and it's called social media. Social media is free. You don't even have to pay for you know, anything like you do with direct mail. So uh, LinkedIn, you know, myself, uh, last week I made a LinkedIn post. It got seen by 7,500 people. And guess how much it cost me? Nothing. Okay, you compare that to direct mail. How many direct mailers do I need to send out to get 7,500 people to see it? And how much would I be paying for it, right? And so I look at this as, okay, where can I get the most attention for the least amount of money? And there's nothing that beats free. And so that's where I would start is social media. It's free. Um, uh, and then to answer your second question, which is email without spamming, is to add more value. You know, um, don't send out emails that are just pitchy, you know, like you're pitching something. Um, answer people's questions. You know, maybe write an email on maybe common mistakes that people should avoid um, related to your service. Just think about how you can add value. And the best way you can do that to get an example is to subscribe to other best email lists. Okay, so go on Google, type in best email lists, you know, maybe best email, um, bus uh, business email mailing lists, and you can see the top ones. I did this a few months ago, and I started joining them and see what other people are doing. And so that gives me some inspiration on how I could you know, add value in an email list. And so that would, that's what I would recommend, Tom, is number one, don't focus on direct mail, focus on things that are less uh, expensive and will get you more views. As far as uh, not spamming people through email, is to, to add value. All right, Maria is asking how to convince the customer to pick me. How do I convince the customer to pick me? So what I would say, Maria, is, and this is something I learned from a guy named Gary Vaynerchuk. And what he says is, don't convince. Okay, don't convince. Have conviction in what you do. So, you know, there are going to be people in life where you, there's no convincing. Okay, you can say the best things about your product and service, and after you're done, they are just unconvincible. So instead of trying to give, convince them even more when they're unconvincible is to move on. You know, it's to find people that you can share about what you do and they love it. And there are a ton of people out there. Okay, so um, don't try to convince people, really have conviction in what you do. Now, number two is build a brand. Okay, build a brand where people want to pick, pick you. So... Um, the best way I believe you can build a brand is through content. So I believe, Maria, what you do is you do like fashion, right? You do fashion or helping people choose out the right um, uh, outfits. Um, you're like an outfit guru. So what I would say is to create content around choosing outfits. So maybe you make a video on what are the best colors for business meetings. Like if I wanted to attend a a very, very important business meeting, what color should I be wearing? You know, what colors not to wear? Uh, what should I be wearing in the fall? Fall is coming up. What should I be wearing um, in my attire? You know, what about the winter? 
during Christmas. So you can create a lot of content around that. And what that does is it adds value to the person watching it and it makes you look like an authority figure. And so you become more trustworthy when you provide value and you create content like that. Um, and then going back to earlier, it makes you top of mind. So the next time they think they need your service, they have a very important you know, meeting and they're like, I don't know what to wear. Guess what? They're thinking of you first because you provided them value. So that's what I would do is don't convince, is to have conviction um, and then build your brand through content and adding value. All right. So this is the last uh, question from the registrations. And I'm going to be answering maybe one or two questions live from people here in the audience. And so if you have a question, um, make sure you raise your hand very, very fast. Okay. Because there's 50 people here right now. And so you, uh, uh, so, you know, make sure you do one of these or you um, go to the reactions and you do one of these. Boom. All right. Uh, question is from Mary. Mary is asking, my product-based posts gain not much uh, attention, but personal posts get many. How do I incorporate both? Okay, I'll repeat that again for the people in the back who might not have heard it. So uh, my product-based posts gain not much attention, but my personal posts gain many. How do I incorporate both? So there could be a couple of reasons why you are not getting um, some uh, attention from your product-based posts compared to your personal-based posts. So a couple of reasons. Number one is you're posting it from your business page. So uh, business pages will get less views. And the reason why business posts get less views is because Facebook and a lot of these platforms, they know you're selling something, you know, you're a business page. So they're going to intentionally give you less views. So that way you can pay them for advertising. And so that's one thing to keep in mind. You might be posting from a business page. Uh, number two is the content you are posting is not interesting enough. You know, and so maybe finding what is going to add value to the person is going to work better. You know, it's not selling, right? If you're trying to sell something 10% off this, and I got this, you know, special offer, nobody is really interested in that, right? It's not adding them value. And so think about how you can add them value. And a framework that I use is called give, 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 ask. Give, 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 ask. So give value give value, give value, and then you ask them to support your product, right? And so the more you can give without asking, the more powerful your ask is going to be. Um, and then I would also focus more on your personal brand and also add value about your product. So, you know, um, I think, Mary, you sell uh, chocolates. Okay, you sell these nice gluten-free, like healthy chocolates. And so um, you don't have to only post about chocolates. You know, you can post about health-related content, you know, maybe sleeping, maybe exercise, you know, things that are going to add value to them. Um, I would also post things about yourself and just document your life. You know, hey, this is sort of my day-to-day -day of how I'm building a chocolate company, you know, and people like that stuff. You know, people are nosy. That's why social media is so powerful is because people are really interested in seeing what other people are doing. 
And so start documenting your life and, and you build this big following and people buy from people. You know, people buy from people. Like think about all the commercials you see. A lot of commercials have very famous people in it, like stars, athletes. It's because they know that a lot of people follow those stars and are willing to buy whatever they buy. And so really build your brand, your personal brand, and don't be afraid to really document your life. And so that, that's what I would say, you know, to answer your question about, you know, not getting much uh, attention from your project-based post. All right. So now I'm going to answer questions live. So raise your hands now. Yes, I'm sorry. I have my children, so I had it on mute. Um, I had posed a question as to um, how, what is the best platforms and language of value would you recommend uh, to promote an upcoming event? Got it. Okay. And what is your event? What event are you looking to promote? Uh, we are looking to put in a community fashion show that actually promotes community products and vendors so that people are more aware of like the handmade, homemade stuff uh, that they can get versus uh, what they can get in a grocery store. Got it. Okay. Uh, there's one platform that I know will work very, very well for you. Anna. And thank you for your question, by the way. Very unique question is um, handmade products do really, really well on Facebook. Okay, particularly, particularly Facebook uh, groups. And so what I would do, you know, let's say, I don't know what city you live in, but I live in Sacramento. Um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go on Facebook groups and I'm going to type in Sacramento community, okay, or whatever city you're in. And then it's going to show you a list, a really long, extensive list. And then I would start joining those groups. And make sure you answer the questions that they have. You know, hey, do you live in the area? Like, you know, do you, are you going to comply with the rules? Like, you know, answer them. And then they allow you to join, to join the groups. And then you ask the administrators, the people that uh, own the group, if it's okay for you to share that community group with the group. I mean, sorry, the community event with the group. Um, and so uh, what that does is it gets the local people more aware of the event that you have. And I wouldn't just join one or two groups, okay? Um, chances are, if you live in a city, there are going to be 10, 20, 30 groups that are going to show up. The more groups you can post in, the more people that are going to be aware of your groups. So keep that in mind. Don't just stop at one or two. I would be aiming for as many as you can. Um, I'm personally in over, you know, a, a thousand Facebook groups. And so, um, you know, uh, definitely be in as many places as possible. All right, hope that helps, Anna. I'm going to answer another question. Okay, I see Jean Krasta's hand up, virtual hand up. Jean, what is your question? What can I do to help? Well, I can't use your link, but I think that's something at mine, maybe, uh, you know, privacy. So I'll figure that out. But I was wondering if you had a, my kids are all, all the time on Discord and uh, they're 16. 15 and 10 and I'm embarrassed to ask them because they're like mom what are you doing on Discord, right so I want to figure this out before you know so is there a cheat sheet for Discord? like obviously the long pros that we use for LinkedIn and Facebook won't work so is there something that's you know more in their line uh, more you know Discord language so when in Rome do like Romans do so something you can point us to yeah, that's a great question. And I'll tell you right now, Jean, I know a lot of kids are using Discord. In fact, one of my clients, um, I didn't even know she knew Discord. She's like, oh, yeah, my kids use it. I, that's the only place where I communicate with them. 
Um, so you're going to be the coolest mom ever by uh, knowing Discord. Um, I would say the best place is to go to YouTube. And there are so many tutorials on YouTube about Discord. And they'll actually share their screen and show you, hey, this is how this works. This is how this works. This is what we, this, this is the language that we use in Discord, you know? And so um, that's the first place I would start is to go to YouTube and type in, you know, uh, how to use Discord, um, how Discord works, you know, something along those lines. Fair enough. Thank you. Awesome. All right. Um, let's see here. I could probably answer another question. So Linda K, I see your hand raised. Hi, Fong. I was just wondering um, your recommendation on the strategy for registering with Discord. Should we register, say, with our personal name, our company name, or just make up a handle if we're going to promote Happy Neighbor Net or Happy Neighborhood Project? You know, is that a good platform for us to do that? So, yeah. first of all, you know, registering as who? Oh. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, so um, what I would say is that whatever you want, okay? So I know some people that have like a pseudo name, like internet name, right? Like one of my friends um, that I met on Discord in one of the servers, the vFriend servers that I showed you, um, he goes by BPK. And so we're like, we're like good buddies now. And then like, oh, wait, I don't even know your name, man. <laughs> He's like, oh, I'm Barry. <laughs> You know, so there's a lot of pseudo names on Discord, you know, because it actually stemmed from the gaming community. So people that game, right, they always have different names, pseudo names. And so that's where Discord really became popular is through the gaming community. And now it got to the point where it's becoming a little bit more mainstream. And so you can choose a pseudo name. You can choose Linda K. You know, for me, I opted to Fong Vo, right? Um, so it really depends on what you want, um, you know, whatever you're bringing awareness to. So if you want to bring awareness to your business, then put your business name. If you want to bring uh, awareness to yourself, maybe do a little bit more of a personal touch, then, you know, put um, Linda K. So uh, I would say um, whatever you're looking to focus on. But that's a great question. And is this a good platform to promote Happy Neighborhood Project? Um, I would say no. And the reason why I say no is because it's more for people that have uh, – somewhat of a following, you know, friends, you know, a small customer base, you know, uh, a few hundred connections um, on social media, and then you bring them to Discord to connect with each other. But it could be good if you join a, a growing server like mine, right? I think, what, 10, 15, 20 people are joining, and probably more will join, then you can start sharing it in there, right? You can start sharing um, the event happy neighborhood in one of the events tab, uh, the, uh, channel. And so I would say it's good if you join other servers, uh, just don't start from scratch and create your own server. Um, but to join other servers that are business related or something like mine, and then you can share it in there. Thank you. Mm -hmm. So last question I see Samantha Man Manot, Samantha Manot's uh, hand is raised. Hi. Good evening. Yes. Um, so my question is, how how much time do you think needs to be dedicated into Discord? Because if it's a constant communication, like I was on Discord a couple of months back because um, I knew of a gentleman who was doing day trading. 
So it was kind mm. of our way of just watching and, and getting advice, things of that nature. So it was like live real time, but we were always on there or, you know, you just silence it until you're ready. And then you just kind of go back and breeze through it. But as the entrepreneur, how many hours do you think you will be spending on there trying to engage in your community? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, I'll answer it in two ways. So for myself, since I'm kind of like the owner of the server of, you know, my own group, um, I'm probably going to spend, you know, my time periodically throughout the day, you know, five, 10 minutes, whenever I have free time um, to just jump in there and say, hi, maybe answer any questions. Um, just engage with people in the, uh, the server. Right. Um, and so over a course of the day, I might be spending an hour personally of my time, maybe an hour and a half, just engaging with people in the community that I have created. Um, now, as an entrepreneur like yourself, it really depends, you know, like if you want to, you know, if you see it as a way to build your connection base and it's a pretty sizable group, then um, how many connections you want? How, how many connections do you want? How many connections do you think you can make from the group? And then you break it backwards, right? And so it really depends on your goals. You know, if you want to connect with, let's say, 10 people from Discord a day and build relationships with them, then maybe you spend like 30 minutes to an hour just to engage with them. And um, some of the, you know, servers that I'm in, I mean, it, I've been in Discord. I'd, I'd spend like one or two hours a day and I'm building all these friends that are, um, you know, opening up opportunities for me. And so it really depends on your goals. But. I would be a little strategic with it. I would be a consistent, you know, at least, you know, 15, 30 minutes a day to get to know it. If you're serious about, you know, building your discord. Um, but, you know, anything, anything up from 15 to 30 minutes a day, if you're uh, a little bit more aggressive with your goals, then, you know, anything more than that. 